0: Welcome to the Tech in Church podcast brought to you by Text in Church. I'm Nina Hampton, and I'm here with my co-host, Jeanette Yates. If you are ready to make huge long-term impact in your ministry using technology the right way, then you are in the right place. In each episode, you'll hear from church and ministry leaders who will share their real life experiences of how they use technology so that they can spend more time building relationships and doing the things that got them into ministry in the first place.
1: Today, we're talking about small church communications with Pastor Carly Moore, who uses text in church to help him with pastoral care. After hearing from Pastor Carly, we'll break down how you can incorporate his strategy into your church communications. Let's get started.
0: So Jeanette, you actually recently interviewed Pastor Carly, and he had some pretty great ideas for how small church pastors can use technology for their communication.
1: Yeah, Carly has been a Texan Church member for a little while. And so we sat down recently and I had Pastor Carly share a little bit about what it's like being a pastor of a small rural church. He's the only staff member. And I wanted him to share a little bit about how Texan Church has been particularly helpful for him. And he shared some great insights that I am excited to share with you all today.
0: Yeah. So let's take a listen to a clip from that interview. Here's Pastor Carly. I suck at that
2: that follow-up. <laughs> I was failing miserably. I was forgetting prayer requests. I, I was beginning to follow up with, with people who had given their heart, the heart to the Lord. Uh, I, was I was trying, trying my hardest, hardest, but I'm the only, only staff member at my, at my church. church. Me, and my me and my wife really, really kind of held up all of the ministries here. here. I was, I was thankful thankfully we we were developing leaders and, and getting, getting new people plugged in. And guys just doing a great thing. But, man, I was awful at following up. Thanks to Engage, I hired a virtual assistant for like $47 a month. You can't hire anybody for that. So, right. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of perks with it. But it, it has really and truly, when I talk to people about texting church, I tell them that it's basically my virtual assistant, and she doesn't forget anything.
0: Virtual assistant who doesn't forget anything. I love that.
1: Yeah, Pastor Carly is a great storyteller. He's really fun to listen to. And I love the way that he shared something that we don't often hear from pastors in public, but we know that they often feel it. He felt like a failure at shepherding his flock.
0: Yeah, you know, more and more we are hearing from pastors who are feeling burned out or like there is too much to do and not enough time to do it. And something that Pastor Carly said that really stuck with me was the burden of not doing enough. I know I felt that burden before and it's it's a heavy one.
1: That's why Carly, the strategy that he uses of, of using Text in Church and the, and the automated workflows inside Text in Church as his, quote, virtual assistant, as he calls it, <laughs> really can make a difference. Even when you are the only staff member, like Pastor Carly, reminder messages can keep you from getting distracted. So you can truly pastor your members throughout the week. And so I really loved how he shared that example.
0: You can use these reminder messages for anything, right? So you can use them to follow up for with prayer requests, with salvations, with different things. And that's the the power of using this technology because it kind of does that work for you so you don't have to try to keep all of that information in, in your brain.
1: Right. Because you know you need to do it. And it's not that you don't want to, but when you have multiple people in your church, multiple ministries that need your assistance, sometimes things can fall through the cracks. So just like Pastor Carly relies on automated reminder messages to help him remember who needs prayer, who needs a hospital visit, who needs to be helped along their faith journey. He also relies on text in church to help mobilize his small church to help his community. So listen to this story he told.
2: My outreach director, Christy, she, she sends me a text. She's like, You know, we needed all these cans and all to fill out our food pantry at the church. It was something new. We were kicking off, just trying to really help the community. We're getting ready to put up a bunch of blessing boxes. And she just put out one day that we needed some cans, some canned foods and things. And there was a food pantry not far from us that had to move some items really fast. They just Mm -hmm. had an influx, you know, during COVID with some additional government assistance. They, They weren't moving product like they had been. They had, I want to say it was probably about like two truckloads. And so Christy sends me a message. It's early, early that morning. She's like, hey, I really need you to see if you can get some people to let's come to the church and, and unload all these canned goods. And so I was like, hey. Text in Church, the new <laughs> outreach number. I can send a message like I'm Christy. And so she's got her hands full bringing the trucks back. And so I hop on Text Texting Church and I send a message to about 12 people. And I just was like, hey, this is Christy. This is our outreach number. If you didn't already have it saved, can you meet us at our outreach house and help us unload a bunch of canned goods? I was texting that as I'm walking out the house, pouring down rain, kind of mm-hmm. cold to I live about five minutes from the church. As I'm pulling up at our outreach house, there's like 10 cars and there's probably about 15 people. And half the truck, half the canned goods are already out. And it was simply because I was able to send out that message, a personal message to all those people. And, and we had to unload. Not only did we have it unloaded, but several of them stuck around and organized it. Following that. So, man, Texan Church was a lifesaver that day. We had people out in the pouring rain, unloading canned goods at the last minute because Texan Church came through in the clutch and and (laughs) helped me get the word out.
1: Well, I just, you know, like you said, I've heard that story before. I saw it on Facebook. We've talked about it. I never get tired of hearing that story because it's an example, of course, of how, you know, the Texan Church platform worked for you, but more importantly, your church community, your church family worked for you. You know, it's really great to see even small churches like Pastor Carly's using
0: technology to mobilize their communities and make a difference on the fly when the opportunity really presents itself.
1: I totally agree. And one of my favorite things about working with churches is hearing stories just like that from pastors like Carly in our Texan Church Community Facebook group. We really make it a community where people are sharing their wins, big or small. I think that's where I first heard of Pastor Carly's story of his food pantry. He shared it. And I was like, hey, I want to hear more about that. And so I really highly encourage everybody, whether you're a Texan Church member or not, you can still be part of the Texan Church community Facebook group. So I'd highly recommend that you come join our Facebook community and we'll put the link in the show notes.
0: So that's it for this week's episode of the Tech in Church podcast. Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast app to know when episodes are available. I'm Jeanette. And I'm Nina. And we'll talk more tech next time.
1: The Tech and Church Podcast is a production of the Text and Church team. To get the show notes for this week's episode and to download the resources mentioned, go to Textandchurch.com forward slash podcast. For information on Text and Church, visit textandchurch.com.